Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, but when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and try to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Um, I know I constantly need to vent or bounce ideas off somebody or just be heard. You guys need to check out BetterHelp Therapy is, I think, great for everybody personally. Um, If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash too judgy today and you can get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash too judgy. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay. And it's Courtney from LA. It's Thursday, Mary. It's my first week back and it is hard. It is hard, 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 hard. What's it been like? I think the waking up every day early, that's the hardest part. It's getting out the door for me. Once I'm there, I, I can do it. I can do it. I can pull it together, have the strength, have the will. I have a very good class this year, so it makes it great. Good. That's nice. That's good. good. And I then mean, it's a three-day weekend. So it's like, look, they eased you into it with a regular week. And then they said, you know what? Take one more day off. I, uh, what are you doing for the three-day weekend? I'm going to go visit my little niece. So I'm going to go to Arizona and see my fam again, which will be nice. Love that. Um, Love a long weekend. Yes. What I've also done out? something stupid that I'm going to be doing there, but I can't talk about it yet. I will talk about it on the next podcast if it all comes I, to fruition. I feel like I'm my prediction's like a, a pickleball tournament. Absolutely not. Okay. Does it have to do with sports? Potentially. I'll tell you. Golfing. If it, if it, Golfing. I'm not going to tell you anything until if it comes okay. to fruition because I could be putting bad juju. And as I told you, karaoke contest. Today is the 11th. It is a new moon. And if you're a man, fast forward 10 seconds. And if you're a woman and you're on your period, apparently it's supposed to be a very strong energy today. <laughs> so I'm a freaking witch over here. 
I'm not just a bitch. I'm a witch with strong energy. And so I just don't, I've got the energy right now, but I don't want, if it happens, I'll talk about it. If it doesn't happen, pretend this never happened. I will men in black all of you and I will do that mind eraser. With your family. So Mm -hmm. it's a family outing. Mm -hmm. I think it has to do with golf or Mm -hmm. tennis. Obviously not pickleball. Mm -hmm. So still not going to tell you. Okay. Okay. But what's your three-day weekend? Um, are you going skiing? Usually I feel like you take advantage of these. It isn't, it isn't May yet. So I guess you probably aren't skiing just yet. There was an avalanche in Tahoe this earlier oh this God, week. I did hear about that. That's At Palisades, which was the former Squaw Valley. Um, yeah, that's like just pretty scary. Yeah. Very. And, but just going skiing on a three day weekend is always it's a crowded. Risk. It's yeah. just and you don't know too, if it's good snow. Well, it finally snowed, so it, it would actually be pretty good snow, but there's just too many people. Mm-hmm. The Browns play Saturday, one oh. o'clock, so I'll be a cheerleader for that. Oh, that's a really big deal. I Who are they my- playing? The Texans. Oh, wow. I don't know. I'm shocked I knew that. Um, and 49ers have a bye this week. I'm not even into football, but you know. I know. Give I, me a I moment like of a silence cold, for- I like cold beer. I'd like a moment of silence for oh. my Patriots. It was tough today. What's his, the guy's name again? Bill. Bill Belichick. Bill. Yes. Um, yeah. R.I.P. I, Not in life, just as the Patriots coach. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, if you realize as soon as I said it, probably he's not dead. That's a good point. Uh huh. But here's what I want to talk. I want to talk. Mm-hmm. I'm skipping ahead because okay. it came out today, and you know we always say too is like. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like this week is like really crazy for me. I can't, you know, do the pod Tuesday, Wednesdays. We have to do it on Thursday. And sometimes it's like, again, it's that powerful energy happening right now. They said, hey, hey, we're going to reward you for waiting till Thursday. You get a summer house trailer. We we do have very good luck when we put off the pods. We, I mean, this this podcast has given us. A lot, actually. We, we got lucky. We got in at the right time. I wouldn't say we're talented or anything like that. We just got okay, in at the right moment. We have a talent. We have the gift of gab. We have the gift of gab. And I, I, I tell my things, students that. I literally I can remember things students. from Bravo from years ago. Again, what is any family member's middle name? I don't know. Right. But if you want to talk about Danielle Staub and Danny, a punk is a punk is a punk. I could tell you that. Right, right. But let's well, talk about the summer house trailer. First off, looks like a fire season. You and I are going to be fighting a lot. I had chills watching this trailer. And Team Carlito, I feel like it's finally going to come to light. I think Lindsay is not going to look well. I mean, they already set up the preview of Carl having the benefit of the doubt. What do you think? I am team Lindsay on this. I think first off, it's very interesting because he was like, you know, he did it on camera. He, he we see the moment it happens and he's like, she's going to say she feels blindsided. And then she says, I feel blindsided. Right. Like they're setting this up. I and he has also taken the wrath over the last since this happened from for some since September, this happened. He's taken the wrath for the last four months, sat with it at BravoCon, and now he's finally getting to s- tell his side of the story. Lindsay's already told her side of her story. Listen to the vile files, guys. Um, but on one point two five speed. Um, but he, I think for me, it was like seeing it happen. I'm like, okay, obviously they were fighting. I have a couple questions. 
Because one, he says, you accused me of doing drugs. So I'm like, what happened in there? They've obviously were fighting over the summer. But as we've seen too, I do want to state, and not saying that this is a pillar of marriage and like a couple to look towards, but Kyle and Amanda, the summer before they got married, like, you know, that whole, they got married in September, that whole summer, they were fighting like cats and dogs where Paige had to pull her aside. So it's like, if you see a couple like that, where you're kind of like, everyone's stressed, you like, you were not to that level at all. But you said like planning a wedding is really stressful. So imagine then the reality show of and it. A lot in this of house. the falls on the girl. I'm yeah, so for at me, least on like, my in my situation, <laughs> like I'm wondering if like these fights were in the sense of like we're stressed out about like how it was being perceived because I still think she was blindsided in a sense of you're doing it on camera ten days before you were at my bridal shower. I don't care if we got in a big fight. Again, I still think the fact is that Carl maybe wasn't trying to necessarily break off like call off the wedding as much as it was like maybe we need to postpone. I think but, everything I've said in the past is completely true. Okay, but here's like, what I think. The, the he didn't question. he was saying like i am not he saved himself and her I, you know what i'm glad that he they did it because it would be worse if they got married and even if she was pregnant and then they had a kid and it would be really even tough more of a tough situation but i'm like okay was his behavior changing that Lindsay said this drug comment i think i've heard kind of like when people that are sober that maybe if they've fallen off the wagon you see a difference in behavior i'm not saying this like this is just things that i've you know heard about or whatever or was it something that my second thing is is then we have a scene with carl sharon and his stepfather where he says i'm a minister and i wouldn't marry you is this said before or after he breaks it off i kind of feel like it's after he broke it off and went home and he was just kind of backing carl like you made the right decision i think that's an interesting spin I, i i could definitely see that I I just once again I stand by my Carlito. I think he made the right decision for his whole life. He wasn't going to ruin his life for a reality TV show. He wasn't going to ruin Lindsay's life as well. And they're happier out. without each other. And yeah, it's I think all good. Ultimately, she's right toxic. Decision. But I think the thing is, she has not changed. Lindsay is who Lindsay is from when we first saw her on Summer House to seven eight seasons later. Lindsay, but remember not- how she was very non confrontational with him. Like they swept a lot of things under the rug when usually she'd be like, when have you made me a sandwich? So I think think that came to light. I don't think it was in their relationship at the beginning. It was babe, babe, babe. I think they put an air on for TV. And I think that there was things that happened off camera. You don't think they did sexy nurse together off camera? I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember, babe. I remember oh, babe, clenching that the, like that was the opening scene so of the of the season. Feeling so embarrassed. It's like why okay. did you just get in a, bu- a tub? At that, I point, just felt so embarrassed. But then let's we talk about have, other people. Yeah, I was going to say. So then we also have Kyle and Amanda. First off, Sierra telling Amanda, "I don't think you have a personality outside of Kyle." Ouch. Then Kyle and Amanda are fighting, and I'm like, I think the crux of it is Carl. I want to also throw out something too. Okay. I'm wondering if Kyle was ever in Carl's ear and when him and Amanda fight where he tells Carl, don't do it, man. Marriage is the worst. I I like, think not from Kyle, him and Lizzie, just marriage in general. No. Okay. I think he's in love with Amanda. I think they've been through thick and thin together. I think they've risen together as reality TV stars. I think they've built this company together. Um, but they're fine. Yeah, people fight. 
I mean, we, it's, it's, totally a, it's actually a, the it's first an odd year season. marriage is the hardest. It's an odd season if they're not fighting, really. When they get Are along, everyone's shocked? like, everyone's like, wait, they're the, this husband and wife like each other. Also, it sounds like Amanda is a homebody and totally. she's completely ready to end the party lifestyle and start her family and start her mom lifestyle. I think and Kyle view, I think we said not. this before. Kyle views this whole thing as a business and he gets to have fun while recording Summer House and obviously like lover boy fond I, I wish I could have applied to his internship program. You probably summer. still could. I think I aged out. You're not gonna get the college credit. <laughs> You're not gonna I'm get pretty that. sure I aged but out. But you you probably could get paid in Lover Boy. I think I would sell a lot of Lover Boy personally. What would be your catchphrase? How would you how would you sell it? Just We're try not, it. Who are you selling it to? Are you distributing it to like grocery stores? Or are you thinking like do you're you, a promo girl at the bar? Do you know that in college, I worked for an energy company called CL1 and I would Goodness. stand outside of 7-Elevens. They were 99 cents energy drinks. We got paid like, I want to say $27 an hour, which in 2004, that was a lot of money to me. You know, I would take it now. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I sold a lot. I'm a saleswoman at heart. Okay. Um, so I'm saying, so you're standing outside of 7-Eleven. And what was your outfit when you sold CL1? You didn't, you could wear whatever you wanted. Okay. There was no uniform or there wasn't even a CL1 shirt. Wow. You just had Is to Is that business cute, still intact? I don't think CL1's around anymore. CL1, the 99 okay. cents <laughs> energy drink. And we would drink it with Captain Morgan. Do you remember what? coming to my house and drinking it with Captain Morgan? Uh, so gross. Honestly, um, I just had like a vis- like I I had a little- in that White House, mm-hmm. and we'd sit in the kitchen and like smoke cigarettes inside and take shots of Captain Morgan and chase it with CL. Why do we drink? You know what? For those I of you know. that are younger, I'm sorry. You are so lucky that Fireball exists. <laughs> you are so lucky, okay? Because we didn't have Fireball, we had Captain Morgan. <laughs> there was Goldschlager though. You no, could have done also Goldschlager. Disgusting. That was but it was, Goldschlager that was is in a college right. in a college budget. Because they had little gold. We were beer. What was it? Champagne dreams with a beer budget. Yeah. Wouldn't even get Andre. Maybe we had Andre for special. Oh, no. I would definitely. I'm just saying. I I always had a finer palate. That was the drink of choice. Captain Morgan. Disgusting. Disgusting. (laughs) I know. But yeah, I think I could easily sell lower boy. I would just say (laughs) try it. Just try it. Just go ahead and try it. You'll love it. Just try it. You're gonna you're gonna love it. You're oh, you're boy. You you'll like what you see. <laughs> you might be seeing double in two hours. Here's to being single, seeing double, and sleeping triple. That's just Mary outside of a 7-Eleven. They're like, ma'am, you cannot solicit the people coming in here. You don't even work for Lover Boy. No, but I do. <laughs> but I do. Honestly, anyway. this could be good for you. Thank you. Um, I think it's okay. Think other, you need another we, side hustle. We have another couple that seems Paige to be fighting. Paige and Craig, and it's the compromise. Craig doesn't want to compromise. It feels like they're in a better place now. Sometimes I think like we see these things and it's like we're going to have to see another thing of Paige not wanting to move to Charleston, Craig not wanting to move to New York. But he's going to move to New York he, he and then totally they'll is. go. They're going to go to Charleston on the weekends and then he'll have to stay for filming. And I think he's going to be the one that transitions to New York. Yeah. And I think when they decide that they're going to have kids is like when they'll settle down and when they have, and it probably won't even be right away with the kids either. It'll probably be once they need to go to like 
preschool or like school that they'll finally settle down probably in Charleston. Although I could also see them in upstate New York, where Paige is from. Yeah, I wonder. No, she's going to have to be in the city. Um, I wonder what's going on with Madison if she's still trying to get pregnant. I I mean, they're in Park City right now living that that cute little family. It's so is her kid there? Yeah, he was there. Yeah. Well, he was. Does he not go to school? Was it? I think it was winter break. Maybe it was last week. Sorry, was, Mary. Okay. Geez. I'm just making sure Hudson's going to school. Yeah, you don't want a truancy, Hudson. <laughs> Wait, could go on your permanent of... record, Hudson. <laughs> My mom used to literally tell me when I didn't want to come to school that she would get arrested because the truancy police would come to our house if I didn't go to school. And, and I got worried. Oh, you did? So I go. Oh. Yeah, I believed it. That's good. Because she also told me that if I watched too much TV, my hair would turn green. Oh. <laughs> you believe these and things? Well, because you'd like go swimming and your hair anything. would probably really would turn green. It would. But, but she's I like, oh, you watch any- too much TV. You, you believe anything your parents tell you? No. Under 10? Yes. Mm. Are you serious? You don't question your parents. I do. If you question your parents under 10, you're parenting wrong, okay? Oh, as two childless women tell you, <laughs> you know, it's nice to have curiosity and ask questions. It, it is good. It is good. Like, and now you know what I would say? Receipts, proof, screenshots, timelines. That's what Wait, I would did say. Did you now. see that governor or there was a yeah, someone a, from Congress? Like, yes. Yeah. Listen, if you're going to be part of the zeitgeist, do it right. Um, anything else about summer house trailer i'm i did literally have full body chills i'm so excited i'm looking forward to it what day of the week is it going to be on i believe it starts was it february 22nd was that what it is or was it february 8th hold on hold on let me i don't okay and then february 22nd hold on and that is a usually they're monday right this is like it's a tuesday thursdays they're taking southern charm huh (laughs) We're taking that Southern Charm slot, which, okay, I let's um, talk about Southern Charm. I loved Southern Charm this season. I'm we haven't pretty... talked a lot about it, and it it that's on our that's on us. That's on us. I, I hope Shep took a break from Austin after the season. This is like, do you realize what your best friend did to you? This has nothing. Like, I mean, yeah, Taylor took part in it. She was fifty percent of the equation, but I blame. Austin and he is getting away with murder and everyone making it look like that Taylor's like the slut is disgusting when they just tramp around Charleston all the time. What's so sad too is like literally when Taylor basically tells Shep she's gonna like go hook up with Austin because she's doing this whole thing to make Shep jealous. Taylor, I want I want to say something. You are great with the Southern hospitality crowd. And that is where you should be. Shep, I know you love him. He's probably one of your greatest, strongest for you, like deepest relationships. He will never be who you want him to be. Shep will never settle down. And if he does, it's going to be kind of like, like you don't want Shep to be Jackson Brittany. Well, he, maybe he'd like get someone pregnant. No, but I'm saying like Jackson Brittany is like what Taylor and Shep would be, where Jax hates his wife. I don't think so. Oh, hey. he okay. He strongly dislikes his wife. No, you can't say that. You can't say that. 
I can. Um, I just did. It's like when you say that people are bad parents, if their kids question them, you know, we could say things, we could say things, whether they're true or not, but I would digress that I think Jax thinks he's a wife guy and he is like, it will come out. It's one of my predictions for the year. I mean, we all know Jax is a bad person. I know. So I'm just saying like Jax, I feel ended up marrying Brittany because everybody else was kind of getting married around him. He basically said, like, if I'm going to like be in this group, he almost, I don't think he was forced into it. I think again, it's a 50, 50 thing, but I think he decided he was going to settle either for the show because of the group, whatever. And I think Shep and Taylor would be, I think there would be a lot of resentment from Shep if he settled down with Taylor and got married because that's not his end goal. It doesn't even matter. She's dating someone else. I agree. I just, you know, Austin, it's really wild because I think we've always said too about Austin is like, genuinely, he seems like a good guy. And then this, he was was like, he was the fame has gotten to him. He's a Katie Heron in Mean Girls. I, I, I do believe so. Like he went, you know, like he, there's something off. It's like from that, he can't even say like, except like when I love Craig, but it's like when I'm like, I do not, JT is whatever, but I'm like when JT. I love JT. When he had to get up on that little stool to be eye level with Austin. But he said all the truths. And then Taylor was still like backing up Austin and Shep when JT is sticking JT, up JT, she's just not that into you. Like, but they, that's okay. This, but she, he, he wasn't even... He JT knew that is saying all of point. that about Taylor because he wants to be with Taylor. He wants to be the knight in shining armor where he comes in oh, on his white that. horse and he rescues Taylor. And as soon as she like rejected him, he went incel. Oh, I'm going to remember this, Taylor. Ugh. Mm, it's like I just didn't you, interpret it like that. Yeah, it was like just because you defend her does not mean that she owes you anything. I JT. think he's very good TV. And sure, I enjoy I mean, watching him. But it's like he's and too I think, obsessed with Austin for me. It's like when at the reunion when he's like, I'm going to have a fe- – like I know that's airing tonight. But, you know, we see the clip of like, I'm going to have a fuckboy uh, intervention or exorcism tonight. It's like, relax. I think that's funny. I think JT's a fuckboy too though. I think they all are. They're all Peter Pan boys. So it's like the pot calling the kettle black kind of thing. I really enjoyed JT all season. I feel – do you know he had a weight loss journey as well? He lost 40 pounds before the show. Hmm. I just love a weight loss journey. <laughs> and he has he has his both BNAs. Um on his oh BNAs before and after before and afters on his Instagram if you guys want to check it out. Those Mary washboard was, abs. Mary's probably liked it, commented on it. I, really I think I did like it. I mean, <laughs> anyone that's had a weight loss journey. <laughs> no, he doesn't have that much posted because I was trying to find his ex-wife. Well, so and TikTok, his, you go on TikTok, there's a lot of stuff from his ex-girlfriend who was like 10 plus years younger than him that, you know, that trick that he does where he puts the beer on his like um, inner uh-huh, arm yes. and then drinks it that she's yes. like, I'm the one who like, I like introduced him to that. Like she's basically saying like he's smarmy and he's like a fuck boy and he's like lame. And I know that's you're never going to watch those because you don't want your opinion. No, I, 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 I've, I've actually seen that. Oh, and Didn't you're going to let it go. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, seriously, out of all the men on that show, I like, I like that they the rods conflict and the rods. One of the rod has a Charleston gossip site. What a reality von Teets? Yes. Who? Which one? Which rod? The asses rod. Yes. Glasses okay. Rod. Wait. By the way, why were either of them? I'm going to be honest. Why were either of them cast this season? They didn't fit. 
They've been on also, the show, though. Most They're friends with these people. So why do we get more of their lives? I would have loved to see more of Vanita's boyfriend, Manny. Yes. Where was he? Yeah. Seems like a sweetie. I mean, the whole thing is like Taylor and Olivia. It's like, okay. You're never going to be friends. They're never going to be friends. Oh, like Taylor can't seem to grasp. She's like, I keep saying sorry. I'm like, you're like, say like, sorry, but. And like, and you're also like lying about what happened. And like, come on. We all know. Well, your story keeps changing. There's Taylor, nothing worse. You slept worse. with Austin. Just, yes. just admit it, okay? Let us know if you were watching Drive and you just accidentally fell on his right. TV and something happened. It was an accident. Obviously, it was slippery. Yeah, I mean, they 100% hooked up. So it's like, and multiple of, times. And then you could just, and, this, and then their story kept changing. Yeah. And just it's like, at it. this point, just own it because, like, and Olivia's like clearly going, and, I'm actually curious if we'll see on the reunion because obviously, like, you know, we know that Taylor's brother passed away and it sounds like it may have been a similar fashion of how Olivia's. I'm wondering if like that's a bonding thing. I think for Olivia, when her brother passed away, there was something within Austin about the fact that he's lost his sister that I think she felt a little bonded to him that way. But obviously she's dealing with all these emotions and going through like all of this trauma and grief and everything that like Austin can't seem to, when he thought Olivia was going to apologize to him. Asinine. I was like, what? is wrong Even with him. Austin's sister was like, mm, Katie is such a gem. We need Katie as a cast member because I think Katie could actually provide what JT provides in a place where Austin would actually listen. JT is like the, is like the Teddy of the cast where like nobody takes him seriously. I don't think Katie goes there. No, I know. And he saying, lives I, there. I know, but I think she could, I think she should go there. I think she, just for a season. <laughs> Paige doesn't go there either. Brett's out in and out. We get to see them. But they're in relationships. Sure. I understand. But they're in yeah. a relationship of um, Brother siblings. and sister. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm just saying. Katie seems like a gem. What happens with next season? What do you think right now? Keep them all. <laughs> I told you. I mean, it's like what I always said. I just want to follow the boys around. I did really enjoy Madison this season. I don't think Taylor... I don't think she'll fit in next season. I don't believe Olivia actually lives in Charleston, so she can go actually. I feel like she also lives in LA. Um, it's also like Whitney, you guys. I'm sorry, Whitney. Whitney can stay for me. Um, when I felt when somebody posted that Whitney is older than Sutton, yeah, I yelped. I, know. I yelped. Fifty-two and fifty-five. Double nickels. Is he double nickels? I think I he's fifty-five. So. I yeah. So. Um. They need to have stronger females. I know. I, I know Leva doesn't fit. I I do want to keep. I think Vanita's Vanita like needs to bring in some friends, and I want to see Madison. Manny. Yes. Yes. I think whatever happened to Gwen? Wasn't there like three Gwens? Her hair always bothered me so much. There was like two Gwens. You know, maybe Catherine mm-hmm. comes back. I don't know. Maybe Cameron can come back. Feels like we need we need women who are like not attracted to these men but can actually be friends i guess the real problem is these strong male characters that we've been following since the beginning strong no i say that i say that yes okay (laughs) we've been following them for how many seasons i think like like season nine shep and craig have been on the show since the beginning Uh austin's been on it well didn't he he say like season three or something yeah but like the girls have consistently changed. 
Yep. Um, I do feel like the audience loves Madison. Yep. Leva, you know, you're LVP now. Just stick to that lane. Yeah, I think they keep hospitality going to get picked up for a season three. No, it's I. So it's kind of one of those things. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh. Joe Bradley. Yes. And Danielle, they keep hanging out. Yeah. I think that's very strange. Okay. I don't buy it. Well, I think it's a PR relationship and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift is not. Okay. I think People, Joe and I think Joe and Danielle are doing each other favors for their show promotion. And I but hope they genuinely Danielle, hang out. Well, listen, if I up I like good looking people hanging out. And if I just the good looking people bump their reason. uglies, I'm into it. I just it's not gonna last. They're trying to kind of make Joe Bradley the next Craig Conover, I feel. Oh. Interesting. But I don't think he has the charisma that Craigie does. I I don't watch Southern. Wait. I, oh my gosh. Joe Bradley born in 1990. Yeah, he's like 27 or something. I knew he was young. He's yeah. 28. 28. And I Just believe when Danielle's what, 34, 90. 35? She's 35. I mean, seven years. That doesn't bother me. No, but it. Well, but in I feel like in maturity wise, it, that is a big age gap there. Just maturity. I think well, Joe is like, and Joe's like coming into this, and Danielle's probably looking to not phase out of it, but like she's in the settle down, fa- like she wants to find her person now. Yeah. And Joe. Oh, but then like Joe and her can go to Winter House. Mm, well, I do. I it is predicted that is one of my predictions that Joe Bradley goes to Winter House, and that film's yeah. usually March. So let's see. And let's get into the Trace Amigas of it all. Okay, you tell me how you feel. This is this is deep seated here because let me tell you why we don't really care that the trace amigas broke up okay it was bound to happen tamara was of course gonna turn on shannon vicky and shannon are friends they're going out on tour together tamara and teddy are going on tour they're now bringing you know emily who becomes a trace amigas to the two t's you know they've got this show that's coming in february and you guys it is now i'm wondering i am the one who wonders Will Mary get a ticket to that show? Because that's really... No, it's in January. The show's in January. It's in like two weeks. What did I say? You said February. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant... I knew it was in two weeks, but I'm saying like, will she get a ticket to the show? As of right now, they haven't... They won't give it to me. It's only 50% sold. They won't give it to me. I check the tickets every day. I want to go. I want the people to go. But I just feel like they should personally... They personally should invite me. And they don't want to, you guys. They don't. They don't. Teddy has left Mary on red for weeks now. But Tamara, like, Tamara and Emily have been nice about it. But they have no not tickets. offered a ticket, though. They have not. Nope. Maybe, you know, Angie K is now going to be at the show. So maybe it's reaching out to Angie K. You guys this... just go down your list. Okay. I also feel like basically Teddy and Tamara haven't done that many live podcasts. I think like this is just uh, is this them like to one do. Of the first? I, yes. And I feel like it's just like their podcast charts like number one all the time. They do very well. It, it seems because Courtney sent me the screenshot of this, the seats being sold. There's still a lot left. Okay. So I think that is interesting. It doesn't transpire coming from women that have not done a live show ever. So I don't know what it's like to sell tickets to shows. However, they do have a lot of people going and it's Teddy, Tamara, Emily, Angie 
and Cynthia Bailey. So they have five housewives, former and current. I just think it's like an interesting trend. Um, I also feel like Tamara's plan was like, oh, I'll do a couple live shows with Teddy. But like, and they had already launched the Trace Amigas thing and she wanted to do both. Mm. But Vicky is like, your loyalties to Teddy, you're doing a live show with her. Like, you're, I'm going to cut you out of the Trace Amigas. Oh, you think Vicky cut her out? I think her and Shannon got into a fight. I think and Shannon then, and Tamara are feuding and Vicky was basically told you pick one or the other, but Vicky has a show with the Trace Amigas and doesn't have anything with Teddy who she can't stand. She cannot stand A lot Teddy. of people seem to not stand Teddy because she's at the Nat. The Nat is here. I enjoy Teddy and I, I like think her Teddy stories and her melanoma story is very interesting. Yes, I think Teddy is a normal person, which doesn't necessarily make for great TV. And I think that her being the accountability coach just really... The fandom that has is to not be doing great. I mean, here's the thing, though. Here's what's working in so, Teddy's favor. Okay. People cannot stand Anna Marie so much that I saw in a lot of comments. We posted today. I just said, hey, I wanted to see what the vibes were, what people were thinking of Anna Marie. She's the new newest Beverly Hills housewife. You know, people were saying, I'd rather have Teddy back. And so I think that's a positive. I, I'm silver lining it with our witch energy today, you guys. That's a positive for Teddy Mellencamp. And I think, you know, hey, people want her back now. Um, yeah. Teddy's never going to come back to television. It looks like Jen is coming back, though, because they've started filming. Shannon posted a photo with her kids and, and crew. So it look, And then Jen commented on it. So I think she's coming back. I'm curious. I... It's just always scary to have to be the person who's clearly going up against Tamara this season, which is Shannon. And so, like, who it said, maybe Jen seems like she's going to be an ally for Shannon this season. I just need Emily's then, you know, like pretty. She always plays like the middle. She's on the fence. Feels, it feels that she's on Tamara's. I think she's in with Tamara this season. I'm curious if Gina's coming back. I don't really know. I it it will be. I think Heather will go with Tamara. And we're By saying, the, are they going to film up here? By the end of the season, Tamara and Shannon will be friends friend. again. I don't think so. I'm going to say no, but maybe you mentioned like maybe they do a Napa trip or they do something like that. I don't know. If Tamara and Shannon are feuding, I don't see it being a group trip to Napa. Plus, I don't know with Shannon and the drinking thing. I'm not sure where we're going with that storyline. No, but I mean, they could film like Emily and Tamara are up in San Francisco together and then have like Cynthia Bailey there and Teddy and... Was Andy Cynthia K. Bailey just making a cameo on every franchise? And ho Hollywood Housewives with Jeff Lewis. Oh, you love that. Okay, let's talk real quick I because I want to say a shout-out to Ariana. First off, Ariana's on Jimmy Fallon this week. She's talking cook or cocktail book. She's talking Chicago. She's talking, like, creative Emmys. She is out there just being a boss babe. And she's finally gotten to the point where she has sued Tom Sandoval in order to sell the house. He made her shitty offers. She said, fuck that. I'm getting my dollar's worth. Get out. You want to buy me out? Sit on it and spin, Tomothy. <laughs> Tomothy? I, it's for, Timothy? It's, no, Tomothy. Okay. It's not his name. I just... Sometimes I like to give people different names just to make them feel it. You know? I feel like your prediction of um, Ariana moving to New York is, is kind of coming true. We'll see. We'll see. I think she's bigger than the show now. Good for her. Yeah. I I want 
all the success for her. They said, you know, oh, the store, something about her. It's not gone. There's city permits, all this stuff. Apparently, they're trying to make Robertson that part of the street a walking area. So they just kind of have to wait on the city now, which I'm like, I hope you're not paying rent. if That's all city choice. They definitely are. You don't need the store, guys. You don't need the store. Well, maybe they make a lot, though. I think, you know what, I it feel like they should just make it a clothing store of something about her merch because I'm not, yeah. who's going, truthfully, are you going because you're like craving a sandwich or because you want to go see something about her and then buy a sandwich to to support Katie and Ariana? Are these good sandwiches? I'm I will go anywhere for a good sandwich. I'm just saying like, like I a don't think- sandwich. Yeah, I'll go. I'm just saying, I think that. Like, I think people the- crave those goat cheese balls. Sure. But would they even know about it if there was no reality show behind it? No. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just saying, I think that you could do, they could do some, something about her store. You know, I don't know. Anyways, uh, let's take a quick break and let's talk some housewives. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, wavy, curly, straight. Everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, But you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is um, a Sydney inspired North Bondi scent. Um, It has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil. I am obsessed with Whey. Be frizz-free and go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com promo code TJG always getting 15% off check out way the weather is finally getting warmer so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees I recently updated my wardrobe and I hate spending a fortune on that kind of stuff especially like summer clothes because I feel like they like get a lot of wear and tear um But I have been using Quince for over a year now, and they have such timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Um, They have this European linen. I have their white button downs. They have dresses. They have blouses, shorts, and they're starting at $30. Also, they have these cute um, washable silk tanks. Everything they have is timeless. They even have 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part is Quince's items are priced 50 to 80% off less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories and Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Um, Cordy and I are simply both obsessed. You guys have to go to their website. You can you can literally update your entire wardrobe for the summer at a very affordable price and really high quality stuff. All their linen is fantastic. I even throw it in the dryer. Um, 
It just wears super well. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash judgy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash judgy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash judgy. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, you know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hips workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with our guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. Underwear drawers are like the wild, wild west of wardrobes. There's no rhyme or reason to them. Anything goes. Um, you've got pairs from three birthdays and two Christmases ago, pairs from five different brands with five different fits. And when you open that drawer every morning, you have no idea what to expect. Now, I felt the buttery soft comfort of Me Undies, and my other pairs have to all go because Me Undies is all I can reach for. I'm hooked. And honestly, I just feel off if I try to wear anything else. I love them because you can get your classic black. And then they also have like super fun, expressive prints. Um, I have these great shamrock ones, you know, when I'm feeling lucky. Plus they come in all sizes. They have extra small to 4XL guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. They also have really great loungewear. Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Um, go to their loungewear section. Super comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies. Um, they even have an activewear collection. It's super soft. Um, and it's just unmatched comfort. Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. Go to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash TJG. That's meundies.com slash TJG for 20% off plus free shipping. That's me undies comfort from the outside in. Investing can feel super intimidating and people don't know exactly where to start. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. And you really don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with 
just your spare change. Acorn recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. I know I'm someone that is not a finance major and investing seemed really challenging. Like I didn't know where to start and Acorns has helped me so much. Head over to acorns.com slash judgy to download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to possibly promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash judgy. Investing involves risks, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisor LLC. Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Security, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Okay, we are at the first part of the Salt Lake City reunion. You know, when you I was sitting me. here watching it, I'm not a reunion girly, and I was kind of bored. You text me, re- reunion's not good. Ugh, this is stupid. And, I, and I'm like, ugh. So then I watch it go, what was bad about it? Then I reread my notes and there were some highlights, I would say. I would like to ask you, what did you think of Monica's performance part one? We're obviously going to wait till the second half of next week and then dedicate probably the third part to the reality Von Teese Monica of it all. It doesn't bother me that it's like clearly she wanted to be on the show. She was doing anything in her power to be on the show. I think... I think obviously they're rigid gr- girlies, but it's like, see, Angie did too. Both the Angies did. Like, yeah, there's people that are obsessed and have been wanting to be on these shows for years. I don't find that odd. I don't think it's weird to want to be on the show. I do find it weird to have a troll account. And then and then when she was like, I emailed them. First off, here's when Monica got. Monica is not being asked back. The uh, audacity- this was the coffin for her. The this aud- was the nails in the coffin. Excuse like me. the audacity for her to say in front of Andy, which is like, you do not say something like that in front of Andy, where you say, I emailed Cassie and I told them um, how they needed to hire me because you have low ratings. Your show is going to shit basically. And I'm the one to save it, which then I love when they're like, fuck you, Monica, we'll put your real email up there. <laughs> okay. First off, she sent this email at midnight in 2021. Okay. So she, so she's been emailing for, for a few. Well, Bennett was also pretty creeped out to know that she didn't actually work for Jen Shaw. She was never paid by Jen Shaw to so do then, anything. Then, like, That's coming what out actually that, weirded me out more. That Jen basically loaned her money. Mm. And so in order for her to pay it back, because she couldn't pay it back, that she had to work for it. For Jen. I was also laughing when she was like, we were friends. Like, I would go get her groceries. I'm like, babe, that is an assistant. Right. And like I've said before, I said this, Monica has no friends. Well, and then, so even like Andy at the beginning of the reunion was like, let's kind of go and talk a little bit about your marriage and like the affair. And she's like, well, this was like over a decade ago talking about and, and Andy not knowing it was like not 
I feel like Andy was like, oh, not that bad. It wasn't his actual brother. And also I'm like, Andy, how did you not know that? They're, well, what they were, but none of them were seemingly connected that they're like, they're like, yeah, it's not like it's incest. It's like, so incest is with your own siblings. <laughs> so like it being the, bro- like the sister and the brother, there's no relation blood wise to Monica. So there's no incest regardless of. Yeah. And then, but it's also, I don't know if you guys watched it. If you watch it on Peacock too, it's uncensored. Oh, okay. So you can hear the fucks. Yeah, so you can hear the fucks. And you can also hear, like, she gets 66. Like, Andy's like, so I looked into the court documents. I'm like, oh, Andy clocked in. Looked oh. in the court documents. I saw that you're getting $6,600 a month in child care, er, in custody, like, um, child support. That must feel good. She's like, mm-hmm. Well, then she's also, like, was like, I really wanted to tell this part of the story. And it's that like she experienced domestic violence. That's what sounds like why she divorced the second time, which I guess also, you know, it, that makes sense why she also has like full custody and the whole thing. So that's awful. Like it's like two things can be the same, right? Like you could be a, a, you could have be abused. You could also be an abuser. I I feel horrible that Monica was the victim of, of domestic violence. Like that is awful. I feel sad for her. I, also, I feel sad for Monica's yeah. life in general because I'm like, she's stunted in a way. She has this relationship with her mother. She's found herself in these toxic relationships with her daughter's first, like her daughter's father, like the first daughter with the mm-hmm. opioids that she said she found. Right. She clearly right. had a tough time with this husband where there was domestic violence involved. Like she, like she's lived a life. I feel really sad for her where I'm just like you, this show is not helpful for you too. I feel very, just very sad for who Monica is because at the end of this, we just turn the show off and then we go like live our lives and like watch something. And like, she still is, has to listen to me. It's actually very remarkable that she ever got on to the show. You I know, think, she doesn't, the, she'll like all, all of the thing is at the beginning that they talk about, she was like, you know, like these women, they're all married. They all live in beautiful homes. They all look flawless. Like what was I bringing to this table? I'm literally a whore that was going through a divorce, living in a 3,000 square foot home. I don't believe her home's 3,000 square that foot. That house is like 1,500 max. Maybe 3,000 if you include like the driveway uh, and the front like, yard. I, you know, I didn't belong. And these are all true statements. But, but then to what find she also out, saying, like, no, to find out she didn't really work for Jen Shaw really She had to pay her back. That's what I, I think she was a fangirl and was like, I'm going to befriend these people. I'm doing drive-bys. I'm going to like, like, that's why I'm like, there's something up there that's a little cray cray in the sense of like, I'm like, she was like stalking their lives of how to like infiltrate and become part of their lives. Yeah, completely. And she was doing the drive-bys, the drive-bys. That's what's like the scary part. Like, that's what would make me feel uncomfortable if I was these ladies and the fact of, like, learning all of these things and then knowing about the tr- – that's where I would feel not safe and, like, vulnerable and intimate being like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is yucky. I feel yucky. They're you- also very nice to her. I felt like all these women were actually very nice to her. Like, even, like, Whitney was like, yeah, when I talked about my affair and, like um, – I was like, I can't believe how nice they're being to her after all of this has happened. I love too when Andy was like, so this is the first time you guys are all together since. And Monica's like, well, I think they've all hung out, but not with me. He's like, yeah, sweetie. That's what I mean. <laughs> Andy was hysterical. The rumors. I mean, Monica, Mary was hysterical when she did a dramatic reading of her own speech. <laughs> and also stop with the semantics. It's not. Okay, stop playing lawyer. I'm so 
over it. I didn't say anything about her marriage. Well, you said something about her husband. Did I say the word marriage? It's like, okay, we know what you meant. We got it. We got it. I also thought I was like, you know, I don't, I think Monica did not have a great appearance at the reunion. She got activated. I mean, well, I think Angie activated Meredith, but I don't think she really got again. Well, let's talk about the ring of it at all because that's what I was going to go to. She, she also is talking like, she's like, well, you know, Lisa and Heather, I'm pretty sure they started the rumor that I stole the ring. It's like the the internet did, babe. But who do you like? I, I literally think it was like the Bravo accounts. I literally, I think it was something that like was made a joke and then everybody started joking around and then was like, did Monica steal the ring? And then also, Lisa said thought- she wore a replica of Lisa's ring to BravoCon. Say that again? Lisa Barlow tweeted that Monica got a replica of her ring oh, made and wore it creepy. to BravoCon. This is very it's creepy. creepy. I also find it interesting that Lisa never told us the story behind the ring. Why does she the need to? Because if you're going to say it's sentimental, you should probably follow up with the story. I don't, I, I don't think it's that crazy that she didn't. Then she did tell us. Did you feel better now? Do you feel better? I question if that's a true story wow yeah wow you'd say i think it's very savior john barlow you know i okay i wow wow john i hope you're listening and you heard that (laughs) wow i just think it's strange that she didn't say that from the beginning I don't think it's that crazy. I think she's literally probably in shock at the moment of what happened. And now you know what, too? The fact that we saw her try to comfort Whitney at Meredith's party about her M&W thing, I'm like, maybe she did kind of mention it to somebody on the show. and We didn't see the clip. Wait, say that again? Sorry. So they give us like a clip, a flashback of Lisa actually trying to comfort Whitney after her. She did. And passed. she checked in on her. And so I was like, and maybe Lisa did mention it and just didn't tell Monica because she's not friends with Monica who's attacking her. So why does she need to tell Monica why or why not a ring has sentimental value to her? Heather seemed to be fine with it. She was fine with that. Why did. I just think she would have mentioned it if that was the case. Oh, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you, John. Thank you for my that was, tequila. That was Mary, John. Was Mary? <laughs> no, was John. Mary. John. It was Mary. Then I didn't like, too, where Monica tried to say, oh, that's a stereotype, Lisa, that I'm the one who stole. And I feel like she was trying to bait with race. And then when Lisa was like, wait, what? Like, what? like kind of called her bluff. And then Monica's like, because I'm poor. I, I was like, <laughs> Monica, come on. <laughs> but Here's Monica does have some like funny lines like, why are you talking, bench warming bitch? Which I was also laughing because technically Andy or um Angie was on the last season as a friend of, and you also applied in 2021, meaning that you could have been on that season, but you weren't. Right. But the bench warming bitch, I mean, oh, I know. Great. It was like that's funny. an amazing line. It's yeah. funny, but it's also just like LOL, like you too. Also, Heather with the voice notes uh, talking about the Kim Kardashian of it all. <laughs> I feel like he- Heather was like trembling, holding the phone like, Andy, I have something. Well, she's got probably like 10 voice notes in a row, too. And she's like, shit, I got to remember which one to press play on. And if you're like me, listen, I got some chubby fingers here. Sometimes you press play on the wrong thing. <laughs> she's like, fuck, not that voice note. Hold on. That was just me telling me my- myself a grocery list. I need this one. <laughs> Uh, uh it's just you and know, then like the still the fbi of it all 
doesn't really add up to me. Well, what like, she said on Watch What Happens Live versus what she's telling Andy now. I mean, we really she told can't. us of being an informant and a witness. And then it's like, no. Is that I, even true? No. So then they're saying, I think this comes out like later on, but basically where it was like, or I think, again, I think Baby G uh, tweeted this. Remember, John, it was Mary who said what she said before. But so Baby, G had, tweeted, <laughs> Baby G had tweeted saying something like, Monica literally kept trying to like message the FBI with information. They were like, enough. Taylor Armstrong, enough. <laughs> Like, we don't need your videos of her, like, abusing her designer. Like, we got it. We're right. good. Right. Okay, wait. The other, like, funniest part to me at this reunion is when Andy asked Whitney about Justin not wearing his ring. And she's basically like, he gained too much weight, so it didn't Justin, fit my anymore. A big man. <laughs> I literally was on the floor hysterical i'm like you made up this whole thing that you and your husband aren't in a good place it hurt you that he wasn't wearing his ring and he just gained a little weight and it didn't fit like i want to say all that fits me now okay that man is eating calcine bars he didn't know he's fat Oh, I didn't God. know he was fat, Whitney. Can't wear the ring now. It's a ring on a string a la Katie and Schwartz around his oh neck. Oh, my God. I, I just died. That With was, like, Whitney. really, really, that hit for me. And then I love, too, when they were, like, you know, Andy's like, well, you don't believe in monogamy. She's like, no, I do now. And everyone's like, oh, we thought you were trying to, like, set something up. Like, basically, Whitney has been outed of create trying to continually create a storyline where there's nothing there. I love, too, with the Lisa and Whitney of it all, too, where Lisa's, like, basically said, name them. Name them. <laughs> name them. And Whitney's like, I, I can't. Commercial break. Here's something I found interesting. And if you watch the Peacock one, I wonder if anybody else saw this too. So Andy brings up Sean and, you know, the rumors with like Meredith and everything. And he shows a clip of like Sean being like, I'm just upset. Electra's going to see this, blah, blah, blah. Then they cut back and Andy just starts asking everybody else questions about their relationship. So he's like, Meredith, uh, you and Seth, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we just saw a package shot of talking about Angie and her husband. And I'm not kidding. Three questions later, he finally comes back to Angie. He's like, so Angie, oh. you and Sean. I was like, this is so weirdly edited this way. Did you notice oh. that? That wasn't on the. Oh, there was. The there might have been an, version. Oh, there might have been an, a, an extra scene that I was like, "What is happening here?" Like, I thought we were going to talk to Angie about her and Sean. I did see Angie saying she was a pillar of the community, and you know what? And so did Reality Vontis, <laughs> and she is a pillar of the community. Okay, <laughs> oh my god! Is, has Angie has there been a housewife that's had such turnaround like Angie, where she was so obnoxious in the beginning of the season, and then everybody ends up loving her? I'm also just like obsessed with all her looks. Let's like talk about the women's looks. So okay. Meredith brought her purse, you know, with her script. Mm -hmm. She's wearing kind of like a red low cut dress. Her hair is behind her ears and it's straight, which I feel like we never really see that from Meredith. Mm -hmm. um, Lisa is slaying in a silver oh. long dress. Look at you. Strapless. She has mermaid waves. I, I, this is Lisa of every reunion look. She wears this kind of cut dress. She always has it like um, mid mid calf dress. She's always in the platform heel, open toed heel, and she always looks great. Um, Angie is in like a red short dress. Heather, such a miss for me. It's like I, she's, I thought she looked at one of 
the prettiest she her face has ever looked in such a long time. She just never wears the right things. She's like she's mother of the bride. The orange in the one strap, it's like long and flowy. It just was a mess. I thought she looked gorgeous. I, I really thought I was like her face was like, whoa, she, her face is like the jaw was really defined. I said, Heather, her hair color, she went a little bit like darker, had some low lights in there. I really liked her. I, I liked it. I thought actually, I thought she looked nice in orange. It's I think she's come far from where she started in this of her reunion looks, but she is very always kind of like mother of the bride for me with her style. Monica is in like this green strapless number that was made by Koa, who like Look, used to do Jen Shaw's. Monica is crazy, looks. but she looked amazing. I agree with that. Looked amazing. Whitney, the like lime green yellow flower was a miss. I thought it was cute when you remember that Whitney's like 35. It's also not cohesive. I know. I wish that they would do a good look. I'm also like, why are they on a shipwreck? Because they had one pirate dinner. We're just in the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. Um, was there anybody else on, on the cap? Oh, and the Mary, we'll see her at some point in like a long In blue. blue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I thought uh, towards the end, it was like finally we kind of turned towards Monica, right? And then it goes into her and Angie. And Angie's like going off on her. Angie got activated. I did wait before we go to two. I did love when that they do a Meredith Angie thing. And Angie's like, I said you were a trampoline with eyes. That was a compliment. <laughs> that was a compliment. <laughs> and I thought I was like, oh, I love too that, you know, they start going after it gets a little bit starting into Monica. And then we go, you know, we're going to have a part two. But I just thought, you know. I love that Angie was going off on Monica. I feel like they've all been kind of waiting for this moment. I think it's going to be an uphill battle for Monica, and I don't think she's going to come out of this good, like, well. I don't want she's not coming back because there's nowhere for her to go at this point. And she's now, now she's also saying that Reality Von Tease was six people. Remember I said that two out of five thing last week? Yes. With the photo. So I was thinking like, okay, so maybe it's six or whatever, but I'm like, regardless if it's six five, two, one, you're a part of it and you were doing it. Don't, and like you being like the Robin Hood of like, oh, I was just here to take Jen down, which fine. Again, nobody cares, but like you didn't put Jen in jail. Go pay your How bills. about the FBI? And she thinks the other woman should have as well. 1-800-555-5-FBI? I know. How do you even call the FBI? I mean, I'm sure there's a customer service number on the internet. I just, I wonder. Is there a non-emergency line for the FBI? I'm often calling them non-emergency line, but is is Gracie Lou Freebush available? Miss Congenial, yes, great movie. Leanne Locken. It all comes back to Bravo. Always. Do we take a quick break, or is there anything else you have about Salt Lake? This is my marriage and my moment, Angie. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Okay, we're back in Beverly Hills. We're heading up to Ojai in a sprinter van. I'm cracking up because someone DM'd and said, I'd rather have had Erica than Anna Marie. Like, I wish Anna Marie was the one who got COVID. I was like, on her own birthday trip? (laughs) They wanted Anna Marie gone and Erica there at Anna Marie's birthday trip to Ojai? One day. Her fashion day in Ojai. Awful, too. Like what? this khaki number, her fashion is just every single outfit she's worn has been the best. Which is funny because I actually really love her white jumpsuit for the promo pics. I love and the after show. And I think there might be confusion. When I say after show, it's different than Watch What Happens Live. Like there's an after show on Peacock that's anywhere from like 15 to 25 minutes. Where she's- they comment. Yes, where they talk about the episodes. First off, all of them are in pairs except for Anna Marie. She's by herself and she's in a pink suit. And she looks great in that pink suit. Yes, well, Mary. It, it's kind of like remember when they used to write the blogs. Instead Ugh. of the blogs, they're commenting on the show. I miss the blogs, but I also appreciate the visual aspect because I can't read. Right. You know, oh, wait. Stuff. I'm listening to Paris Hilton's book. You can get yeah. it on Spotify. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm almost done with it. And it's interesting. Don't you feel though that there's a lot of like surface level, like superficial stuff, but then there's also some like crazy stuff when she talks about like the things that happened in her teens. I love her like addressing the ADHD thing. And I love the way that the like book is written because it does feel like her voice and how it like bounces around and like she'll talk about these like really dark times and then kind of bring it back and like lighten it up a little bit. Uh Um, I just got to the simple life, uh, the simple life in the sex tape part. So I'm out of I'm out of the darkness because well, it gets a little dark. pretty dark. Not as dark as now, but it is. It's it's. I didn't realize she went to like so many different schools like that. Yeah, and what a traumatizing experience. Mm-hmm. And her really not talking about it. I don't even feel like I. I don't even feel like she. I feel like she also didn't tell us everything too. She told us a lot. No, I know. But I'm saying I feel even there's like more that there's to be told. And like how resilient to keep running. I mean, she would like break out all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, Kathy called her. um, What did Kathy call? (laughs) Houdini. (laughs) We're like, will they just call us again? She escaped. (laughs) 
into the wilderness with no shoes, going to 7-Elevens, calling Auntie Kyle, calling Collect. It was pretty nuts. So scary. I feel so sad. What a sad situation. Okay, back to Ojai. So everyone, so I'm like this. Well, we're talking about her aunt. No, I know, but I'm saying, so we do one day in Ojai, which I'm like, okay, first off, Ojai from LA is about two hours, okay? okay. It takes, like, I, I had to go a couple months ago. It's just, like, two hours. However, we are all having to meet at Kyle's house, and we're taking a Sprinter van from Kyle's house. So you know that's so at in, least Encino. adding an hour on to wherever anybody's coming from, for the most part, except for Dorit and Anna Marie, because they live down the street, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, then you're taking a Sprinter van, so then you're going, let's see, Encino's a little closer, so let's just say it's an hour and a half. You're taking a sprinter van. You're doing an hour and a half. So right at that point, this has already been a five-hour day because you know they're all doing hair and makeup. They're all getting ready. They're like starting their day, all of that. And then we're in Ojai at like one. Are we We're doing one olive oil tasting, one wine tasting, a scissor, a lunch, and a relieving? It's just something to do. It's just a day. Stay the night. But also, they should have stayed the night. That, that That's what I'm saying. Like, stay the night. Why right. are we going up and back? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. But uh, I think they probably get more footage, uh, better footage of them being locked into the Sprinter van for a long amount of time. Okay, fine. But put them that's, in one house too. That's what they're doing now. They're just no. they're pulling the girls in Sprinter vans. I mean, that's the thing. If you go wine tasting and start from San Francisco, you get a really great footage of that car ride up and the car ride back. Oh, you're wine tasting from LA I'm, to San Francisco? <laughs> what? That's no, a drive. I, I'm thinking of those Orange County girls. Oh, they're gonna you're go to San Francisco really to Napa. Really they're gonna get in the Sprinter van. Oh, I'm footage. Sorry. I thought you meant the Beverly Hills women should have gone on their way up to San Francisco. <laughs> sorry, you're still up. You're still that was confusing. for you to get a ticket. Yeah. yeah. She really wants a ticket, guys. Um okay, Sutton tells us <laughs> I'm just gonna end up buying it for myself. I know. So which, embarrassing. Which physically you could do. No, I don't know. I, I don't I think don't. it's embarrassing. Like I want to go. It's a hundred dollars. It's it's seventy nine fifty with fees. Okay, that's a hundred dollars no, to go I, to. I'm sorry. I'm trying to promote your show. I am right now, and I just feel like I should deserve one ticket. A one ticket. She would go buy herself. Countess Luann already gave me a ticket for. She would wear. Show she would wear in a, April. Countess Luann has always given us tickets, which is so yeah. kind. You would wear your sparkly jacket. You would literally get a crowd of people. I know. Like you would promote, it's like you would literally put it in the stories, like come hang with me at two teas in a pod. We can go to Balboa. Okay. I don't know that you get to hang out with them, but you could go to the show. No, no, no. I'm saying people and I can go to Balboa before the show. It's walking distance. Yes. Where did we go after two? That was really fun. It's a school night. It's a school night. No, final, 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 final. Uh, you said nickel nickel earlier, and that like triggered my mm, memory of final, 55 final. double like, nickels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking like, like triple 60. Like, I here, I'm gonna put it out because I'm I not triple going. 20. Tri- tri- triple 20. 20. I'm gonna put it out there because I don't want to go to this show because I don't live in San Francisco. Yeah, you should not have to pay for a ticket for that. Okay, and I don't think that you Thank should you. do any, any more talking about it. Until, until I get the and I and I want to put it out to people who are in the San Francisco area who are maybe <laughs> thinking about going. I think we are all boycotting it until Mary's given a ticket. So if you're considering buying a ticket, don't do it until Mary gets a ticket. <laughs> no, I mean go make your plans, have your fun, get your if you want to. But however, <laughs> I also think I'm a woman that supports other women. Are you saying I'm not? I'm supporting you. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> I'm supporting you, and I'm supporting what's right. I agree. I Which agree. energy? Yeah. 
Okay, let's go back to to Ohio. So the, I found did this Sutton example. drink wine because she says she doesn't drink wine. I um oh, I thought I saw her drinking wine. I also saw Kyle holding the wine glass. I assume she was just sniffing. They had the NA. They had oh, NA. they did. Kyle's really into the NA. I think there's also just like a natural habit to want to like hold something at a party. It's like a safety I agree. net. So they. I had was actually com- I was actually thinking about as they were doing the wine tasting. I was like, I really commend Kyle because I would think it'd be very hard. To be like where you're like, I'm not. I honestly think she's just over it. She's like, yeah, she's just like, I had my fun. I don't really need it right now. And I don't want to feel like shit. And, you know, I'd rather have Sutton lick my toe. And make these girls give O faces. First off, I text you. uh, um, I said, I said, yes, I date other women. But they're like setting this up where I'm like. Also, now, now, now I keep. I know I flip flop about it's Morgan. Okay. We're sandals. Go ahead. Um, you're, you're you're against it now. You don't think it's real? No, I think literally Morgan is her best friend. I think Teddy's a little bit jealous. So is Dorit. Yes, and someone said, like, "Did Dorit change the color of her hair so it looked more like Morgan's?" <laughs> and. Honestly, Kyle is very drawn to Morgan. More than a friendship, I would it's say. Embarrassing. And I think that Morgan replaced Lorraine. Yep. And Kyle seems to have really strong female relationships in her life. I think like where her sisters somewhat can fail her in a relationship. Like I know it's like Kathy and mm-hmm. and I know we'll get to the Mauricio of it all at the celebration of life. Kathy wasn't there. And I know no, that they're, they're still not talking. Yeah. I know, but there's some things that you put away for these kind of things. I'd be so curious the inner dynamics of that all. But um, mm, I think, I think it's has, like literally they're not talking. So why I would think you come? Kyle has really, really, really strong relationships with females to where sometimes you're like, oh, it's probably could be deemed inappropriate, except that it's not. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a level of like really where it's not sexual, relies but it's on her like, girlfriends. Yes. Yeah. But like. Yeah. Yes. And I think that Morgan is kind of like the flavor of the year right now. She's the Pantone color of the year for Kyle. Well, I think she, they met at like a really pivotal time in Kyle's life because she still doesn't really understand why her friend did that, how she couldn't support her. You're always going to like blame yourself. I love like Sutton's package along with this. You know, she's like, I, I just always blamed myself. It was just such a relatable. Oh, I you know, thought process. I really someone enjoyed this does episode. That. I, I feel like people did not enjoy the episode. I'm like, I think it, like the first half was like kind of like lighthearted fun. And then I felt like it shone a light of a lot of what Kyle is going through. And I think I think for I'm hoping at least for a lot of people, it answered like a lot of questions for me about where Kyle is in her life. Like the fact that Marisa wasn't there first off. Yeah. Fuck you. That is over. I'd be like, if you're not coming, I don't care if this is a setup for the show that we're doing a celebration of life. I don't care. If the, Kyle was that close with Lorene, she was a big part of Mo's life then. Like, I don't care. Like, you don't show up to it. And then I'm like, and if Kyle, and Kyle is so, Kyle's reached the point where she doesn't even hate Mauricio anymore. She is indifferent to their relationship. And being indifferent to something is so much worse than hating someone. Because at that I point, you're not even expelling energy towards it. You're done. She's also just like at a different stage in her life. I think she's she literally said, I'm not connected to LA anymore. Basically, like as soon as Portia's gone, she'll probably she send most me, of her- I will be leaving. She didn't say we. 
of like her. She's going to be spending most of her time in Aspen. I predict. I also Housewives of Aspen. I I I don't think she even wants the show anymore. I honestly think she wants to live like a much calmer life, and she wants to like appreciate each day and have it really fulfilled, and like doesn't want to be hungover doing it, and she doesn't want to waste any more time. It did break my heart when she said the part where yep. Laureen was like, always appreciate your marriage. Probably because Laureen's like, you have such, such a conundrum there. A good marriage. Like, you know, I, it's I felt so sad because I think when that all happened to actually Kyle then did reevaluate her ma- marriage and say, wow, I've actually been not happy with certain things that are going on and how we've approached it, but I've always just kind of let it go because like, this is what life is. And she finally said, no, no, no. Now I need to change it. She doesn't need Mo. She She has like such a support system around her. Like her kids are older now. She even says like, I've been their pillar or their rock and, and now it's them like helping me right now. And that's okay. Yeah, I I'm I here for was, this, Kyle, to be honest. And you know what? Mauricio is like, look to me. It's like, here's what's bothering me about the freaking March Madness winners. Is sometimes I feel like it's a freaking curse. It's a curse. Well, who's who's been cursed by it? Mo. And look, Carl is polarizing. Sorry. Mm, he's going to come out on top. Luke and Bo, not even on shows anymore. And Captain Jason. If Captain Jason, something happens there, I'll go crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. go crazy. Honestly, Anne Marie bringing up this God. esophagus thing, but I also think I hate to At say a it. memorial. I'm, no, but Kyle has oh. definitely been in her ear and yep. said, "Just you have to keep bringing this up, and this is how we're gonna expose Sutton's eating disorder." And literally, Anne Marie is the puppet. And then Anne Marie says that first off, she says this shit. Sutton Garcelle or uh, Crystal Garcelle, you guys are the closest to her. Just like, let's talk about her esophagus. And they're like, what the fuck? We don't want to talk. We don't they're care. rolled their eyes like, stop bringing don't this give a up. Shit. But then I'm like, then you're doing it at a celebration of life, which is weird, which is also affecting Sutton, who is an ambassador in a NAMI, okay? Right. And who's also gone through this. So then you're like calling out. And then you say, oh, I've also heard people use the excuse of esophageal problems with eating disorders. To the person who has been so open <laughs> about her eating disorder on the show. And she's like, no, I didn't say that. And then the, the editors rewind it. And are like, yeah, you did. Right, right. What is and then deal? literally Gar- Garcelle, Garcelle's like, you know, in Beverly Hills, it's fine. We can talk about people's jewelry, their bags, their husbands, their bad plastic surgery. But not this. <laughs> and then I do appreciate Garcelle just running right up to Sutton. Mm-hmm, girl She's coming for you <laughs> she is coming for you Watch and Dari being like Dari like Dari cannot stand Garcelle so she's like well who was Garcelle doing just like stirring the pot again it's like they're friends Dari you like Sutton's telling your problem like her not problems Sutton's telling your story to Dari about her dad and everything and Dari's like oh yeah like almost like I where she's like, like can someone save me from this situation being a good I mean, I feel like Dorit was actually being a good listener. And also, let's talk about Dorit and PK and the therapist. The therapist looks like the girl from my big fat Greek wedding. She kind of gave me some Kristen Takeman vibes. <laughs> it's like, why are they drinking hey? beer at their therapy session? I feel like it was NA. Okay, either way. I, I do feel so like it was strange. NA. Yeah. I giggled my little ass off when a bu- 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 no, no, no. PK on the way to open the door. 
grabs a slice of pizza yeah, to, he had to eat, pull over. like shame eat in the corner. Here's I'm gonna tell guys, something's going on in that household of poor. We this is twice we've I seen think pizza in that house. I, she created I that think... disgusting pizza for her and Kyle that neither of them ate. That was Amy's pizza. She's now ordering pizza. What's happening? And I also think that this therapy session supports my point of poor, where PK's basically saying Dorit wants to live outside of our means and I have no money because I'm poor. I think he literally told us like she has drained us. She's so high maintenance. I can't afford her anymore. Like she was a fun, cute girl, but now I can't afford her. And I actually like, like what he said. He, he said something like we need to keep each other happy. And I I like, like, it's like, it's a, a two for two, you know, like, well, he said there's One, difference, right? You have PTSD on things. And first off, he doesn't want to believe her PTSD because, again, with my theory that PK set these robberies up or his gambling addiction where they came after him. So he knew about it. But Dorit was totally under the – had no idea. So he's like, your PTSD isn't even real because you weren't actually in real danger. No, I don't believe that at yeah, all. Yeah, I know. That's just a wild theory. Although mm-hmm. I think some people are starting to agree with me. No, no. Some people are. But I think you made a good point. It's like, is it high maintenance or is it PTSD? Like, you like to um, the go The flashbacks of the, the pretty woman thing, which I was like, you know what, yeah. though? This whole thing was stupid. Okay? It was. And PK probably got a packaged offer because uh, it's a package that you can get at the hotel. Ah! <laughs> and they probably gave it to him for free. <laughs> For in order to have, you know, some promotion with it, the Beverly Wilshire. So it's just kind of like, but then when she was like, you know, nitpicking at it all, it's like, it is true. Like he did do something nice for you, either take it or don't. And like, you don't need to call him out on it. And that's what he's saying. Like, I just did all this, like this whole gift for her. And all she's doing is like giving me toot about it where I'm like, that's not PTSD. That's being high maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's but like, I oh. think they're, they're both willing to, they're going to keep each other happy. And, you know, he's like, sometimes we're wrong. and. But here's the That's thing. It's always Dur- been a challenge for Doritos. Dorit will not divorce him because she's like, well, we'll have to see. And I'm like, Dorit, you're not going anywhere. PK will be the one who files if you separate, which is on my prediction board, too. I believe in their relationship. I don't know. I'm why. Not, not believing. I don't want it to come true. It's their 50-50 <laughs> predictions, remember? That could be one that doesn't I mean, happen. I feel like the Bubbas do truly love each other. It didn't like make me sad, too, when Dorit was like, yeah, we all went out in London with Morgan, and it, she was kind of like, "What's the uh, timeline of this, though?" No, the well, sore then, thumb okay. thing. London then, was two years ago. Kyle met her a year ago. Then they're at London at a birthday party where she stuck out it like a sore thumb, like jealous much? Like what? She was wearing her then, leather pluggings or like her leather right. jeggings and a chambray. Okay, but but yeah, that is her uniform. But also, we have to but remember Kyle is very invested in her because she's doing the documentary. She's the producer. Like, she's going to make money off of Morgan. I'm going to be honest. I don't think she's going to make money off this documentary. I'm not sure what the documentary is I, I literally, when Morgan came on and started playing, like, I was almost as memor- mesmerized of the music as Kyle. And my face began to smile as well. And this is wild because I do not think her music's good. I was, just I, saying, I was like, I don't think she's good live. I, I love Psychopath. I think I, she's super talented. And... I wasn't a fan. I appreciate her music. I also thought it was funny the editors, what the editors showed, because it's like, okay, obviously. They they showed so much of her music. No, but I'm saying, obviously, this is like a fundraiser, right? So it's like when you have like a special guest who's performing, like they perform a set. 
like they're doing five or six songs. Like it's not just like one because they like show where, you know, she's like, I'm too young for you, but I, but you're too real for me. It's like, okay, is this supposed to be about Kyla's song was literally written before they met. That's like, Wait, I think that's the song like that not Kyla- the song at all. Okay, whatever. That's one part. I know that's every part. word. That and song. then the second song, she says, so she take your shirt off and meet me on the kitchen floor so I can do you. Whatever it was. And it's like, these are supposed to be things where it's like about her and Kyle, like the editor are trying to drop. And it's like, these are all an album that is how Kyle right. discovered Morgan. And Wait. then it's like, is it inappropriate what she's singing? Like, she's clearly singing five or six songs. We're singing, seeing like 30 seconds of her. Wait, Morgan Wade is touring with the one and only guess. Guess. I feel like I knew who this was. Is it Lana Del Rey? No. You, you, oh, I don't yes. know. Yes. Yes. Oh yes, my yes. God. Wow. I have got She's got to go. go. She has to go. I wonder if Morgan will give her a ticket. What will no, Mary get a ticket to faster? Uh, Morgan <laughs> Wade or two T's in a pod? No, August 7th, Shoreline. I've been getting I've been getting ads for the Alana's show, like targeted. You didn't know why. I didn't know it was Morgan She's Wade. She's like, wow, well. is this ironic or what? I I know. Catherine, Catherine and Kelly, you're coming with me, babes. August 7th, mark the calendar, shoreline. It's a Wednesday. Oh, God. I'm going to write it in my. Yeah, you better put it now. now. You better put it now. I'd hate to No vacations that week. Or I could go and see her somewhere else. Why don't you come down to LA? You could maybe see Kyle there, too. She's doing it at the forum on August 10th. Oh, that's also Palm Desert, August 8th. Well, but the time is Saturday. Would you come? Would you come? August 10th? Sure. (laughs) I'd love to. I mean, for Alanis. Yeah, obviously for Alanis. Yeah. No one says Alanis. It's Alanis. 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 Alanis Morissette. Alanis. Elaine. Alanis. You know what? I have a really good friend. Her name is, I call her Andrea, but it's really Andrea. So you, I'm, I'm not good with names. <laughs> it's okay. But you do know Morgan Wade's. Oh, obsessed with her music. Um, I just thought I I I'm gonna say I thought this was a good episode still. I'm I, a Garcelle with her sons. It oh like cracks me up. She's like, all right, guys, then let's talk about sex. They're like, not on TV, mom. But I love that she so said consent. Cute. Consent is important. I yeah. love their relationship together, where she just is like, "I'm gonna miss you, boy." Like they just she have keeps such, it real. She's like, they have such a good so relationship. It's so hard. You don't want These boys are growing up. You know, six, I'm getting ready six, for them three. to leave the house. I want to make sure I'm doing everything right. She seems like the best mom. I Her, wonder if they'll go to the same college. Like I wonder. Absolutely not. What? Okay. Why would they go to the same college? They didn't know their own lives. They're two different people. I don't know. Sometimes twins like to go to the same place. Sometimes they don't. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Sorry for asking they seem, anything. They seem very different. Okay. So Okay. Sorry. Sorry for asking a question. John, it was Mary who said that about Lisa. Oh, is there <laughs> anything else? It. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention? Um, no. About. Okay. All right. Well, look. I, I about a, about Kyle feeding Morgan cantaloupe. Oh my I mean, god! And we can end watching. Mary, I'd feed you cantaloupe. <laughs> and with that, everyone have a great long weekend. We will Bye. see you next week. <laughs>